You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Hey, everybody. Grant Napier with you on Listen Up. Great to have you with us here on this Tuesday. And if you are a fan of the Brooklyn Nets and you read the statement today by general manager Sean Marks that read this, quote, Steve Nash and I, together with Joe Sy and Clara Wusai, met with Kevin Durant and Rich Kleinman in Los Angeles yesterday. We have agreed to move forward with your partnership. We are focusing on basketball with one collective goal in mind, build a lasting franchise to bring a championship to Brooklyn. Can you say freaking joke with a capital J? Seriously, you're telling me that Kevin Durant, who's been bitching and moaning and crying and, you know, wants the coach fired, wants the general manager fired if you don't trade me. Now, all of a sudden, you fly all the way out across the country to Los Angeles to meet your malcontent superstar who you're paying $50 million to. That's right. You've got to fly all the way across country to kiss the ass of your superstar and then put out a statement that you're focusing on basketball with one collective goal in mind. Seriously. Thank goodness I am not a fan of the Brooklyn Nets, because if I were, I wouldn't be anymore. Seriously, what an absolute disgrace. Durant, who's on a four-year, $198 million extension that he signed last offseason. You know when that starts? This season, right? That's right, this season. Then, of course, you got Kyrie Irving. Who the hell knows what's going on with him? And then you got the captain of the malcontent team who's in the clubhouse lead all by himself, and that is Ben Simmons. You know what they ought to call the Brooklyn Nets? They ought to call them the Three Stooges of Brooklyn. That's what their team should be, all right? The Three Stooges of Brooklyn. What a, what a, what a disgrace, seriously. Talk about just a franchise that's got to fly across the country, all right, to appease a guy that said you need to fire the general manager and the head coach or trade me, all right? So you got to, and you're, you're, by the way, you're paying him 50 million freaking dollars a year, okay? And you got to fly all the way across the country to kiss his ass, okay? What a joke, seriously. 
I have no, I've lost all respect for Kevin Durant. I really have. This guy's behavior has been just awful, terrible, just spoiled. He's sensitive. He's just, he's just, again, I, I, I don't respect the man anymore. I really don't. You know, he, he complains and bitches and moans whenever anyone criticizes him. He responds to tweets from people that got 50 followers on social media. You know, when Stephen A. Smith or anyone else criticizes him, he goes into a tizzy. It's a joke. And, you know, the shame of it is he's a great, great, great basketball player. Great. Great. One of the very best players of his generation. But you got to deal with this? Really? You got to deal with this. You know what the Nets should have done? What the Nets should have done is when Kevin Durant made his asinine request, the owner of the Brooklyn Nets should have shown that he had some balls and he should have said, hey, we just gave you a $4,198,000,000 contract. Here's the deal. We're not firing our general manager and we're not firing our coach. See you in October. Then if Durant doesn't show up, and you're Joe Sy, you save $50 million. Okay? You save $50 million. What do you think? Durant's going to hold out? No. That's what they should have done instead of kissing his ass. I mean, how hard is that? That's not a hard concept, is it? You're the, you're the franchise. You're paying him $50 million. How about get some balls and just say, hey, you want to be traded? Too bad. We're not trading you. And we're not firing our coach. And we're not firing our general manager. Next. Next. Let's move on. That's the way it should have been handled. Period. Red carpet treatment for Durant since he vacated Golden State. Red carpet treatment. He wants this. He wants that. I want this guy. I want that guy. Oh, yeah. And by the way, I need my four-year, basically $200 million contract. Thank you very much. Oh, yeah, you know what? A year later, oh, I don't want to be there. Yeah, you have to trade me or you need to fire the coach and the general manager. Can you imagine being Steve Nash, who was the consummate freaking professional? Steve Nash, the great Steve Nash. Can you imagine privately what the hell he's thinking? Seriously. You never saw that with Steve Nash. Never. Never. Yeah, Steve Nash left Dallas, but he was a free agent. And the Phoenix Suns made him a deal that was too good to pass up. Okay? He was a professional. Always a professional. Didn't bitch and moan and complain when he was criticized. All right? Team guy all the way. And now you got Kevin Durant. Can you just imagine being Steve Nash and Sean Marks? And, the, and why is the general manager putting out that statement? How about the owner having some freaking balls and put out the statement yourself? Now you have your general manager put out your statement for you. What a joke. Seriously. How about that? We have agreed to move forward with our partnership. Really? You've agreed to move forward? Hmm. I'm sorry. I thought you had agreed to move forward when Kevin Durant put ink to paper last year for a four-year, $198 million extension. I thought you had agreed to move forward with that contract. 
Now you got to fly all the way across the country to kiss his ass, okay, to have some meeting. Now you've agreed to move forward with your partnership. I'm sorry, it really doesn't seem like a partnership to me. Seems like it's a one-way street. Doesn't seem like it's a partnership. Seems like you got a spoiled brat on your team who cannot handle criticism, okay, and at the first sign of trouble, wants to bail. The same way he bailed in Oklahoma City, then he bailed with the Golden State Warriors, and he tried to bail with you, okay? You know what? You should have nipped this in the bud on day one instead of letting it fester, instead of trying to make trades, talking to Boston, talking to other teams. Then we had the rumor about Memphis. That's what you should have done. In day one, you should have handled it. You should have handled it as a professional organization. Okay, when are teams going to start taking control of their franchises? Because I'll tell you right now, if I was an owner of a professional franchise and I had just signed somebody to a four-year, $200 million deal, and then they said, you need to trade me or, I need to, or you need to fire the coach and the general manager, huh, I would have laughed in his face. I would have laughed in his face and said, we'll see you in day one of training camp. Well, I'm not coming. Okay, fine. Well, here's how much it's going to cost you. See you. Have a nice day. Bye-bye. Try not to spend all your money in one day, okay? Yeah, I know I know, $50 million a year is not, not too much for you. You know, I know the New York taxes are quite extensive. I know you got to pay your agent. Let me know if you need a loan. Yeah, I know that's really a burden on you, all right? I know that's a real issue. Freaking joke. It really is. All right. If you want to get in on the program today, all you need to do is raise your hand and I will put you right up on stage with me. But again, pro sports in 2022. Every franchise that I can think of, they're afraid to stand up and take control other franchises. Yeah, we'll kiss his ass. Oh, yeah, we'll kiss. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what? How about running your freaking team? Bad news for Will Zalatoris. He is out of the tour championship last week in the FedEx playoffs in Delaware. He suffered two herniated discs in his back. That is very, very alarming. All right. Back injuries in golf do not go together very well. He just won his first PGA event in Memphis. That was two weeks ago. Then had to leave on Friday of the second week of the playoffs. And now he is out. Now he will get his $500,000, but that's not gonna make his back better. I'm telling you, that that is some serious stuff. That's some serious stuff. Two herniated discs in his back. So let's hope that he's all right. All right, let's get to some phone calls here on this Tuesday, and we say hello to Jerry. Hey, Jerry. What's going on, Grant? How are we doing today? All right, Jerry. What's the? Give me a, give me an update. Give me an update, buddy. Give me an update. I'll just I'll just put it this way. Uh, feeling worse than uh, Kevin Durant these days. I'll I'll start out like that. Um, pretty much uh, the whole update is 
the uh, Italian, not not the Italian girl, the uh, Italy girl you guys keep referring to. Uh, first off, I just want to clear the air with some news. I don't know if this is going to affect the betting lines or whatnot. Uh, first, <laughs> off, first off, I did hear some misinformation after listening to the show. Uh, obviously, I wasn't able to listen in live, but uh, listening to the podcast. Remember, somebody said uh, I kissed her on the cheek. Uh, that was false. Uh, it was on the lips. All right. So I don't wow. know if that affects anything. Uh, wasn't a peck either. So, you know, there's wow. that. Uh, also, she's going to be leaving in two weeks. Uh, so, you know, it's kind of like a long wait, you know, two weeks and then 10 days. Uh, so, you know, that, that that's kind of a long while. Whoa, 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 uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Why can't you see her? Why can't you see her before she leaves to Italy? And why can't you see her between well, now and on, two weeks? On, I'll, I'll get to that. You oh, know, oh I, I'm you sorry. Know, I'm I, sorry. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm it's sorry. okay, Grant. It's okay. I get it. All right. But anyway, I, I know you're a little antsy to hear the details, but, you know, I'll bring it out to you. So anyway, uh, you know, we're text on Instagram because, you know, that's that's how the youth do it. They uh, do it over direct message on Instagram. You know, you don't really need a phone number anymore. It's just all direct message. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> all right. So, um, yeah, so I, I DM'd her, you know, uh, uh, you know, we should uh, play some tennis before you go to Italy. Uh, she didn't respond. Uh, she's, you know, posting some stories on Instagram. I'm like, okay, cool. You know, you're leaving me on read. And then... Uh, you know, just basically, you know, ask her how her day's going. Like, you know, good morning. Hopefully your day's going well. Still no response. So, yeah, she's been leaving me on read. So, you know, that's just a sign that, you know, it's it's all over. You know, she don't give no dams about me. You know, I go out wow. there, spend a, spend a good meal on her and, and some ice cream and give her some good kisses. And, you know, this is the things I get, you know. So, there you go. Wow. She just left me on read. And, uh, you know, that's, that's well, Ryan, Hey, Ryan and I, Ryan and I win our bet. We had the under. All right. You know, we had the under. So, uh, I'm telling you right now. Uh, I, no disrespect, Jerry, but you know we Ryan and I are feeling pretty good because we bet the under on you. Well, you know what? Uh, I mean, you guys are looking pretty good right now, but I mean, you know, it's not like you'd be uh, winning a whole lot of money. It was probably a minus uh, two thousand at that point. So you know, you're you're not you're not walking away with like that much. <laughs> so, uh, you killed me, man. You absolutely killed me. I swear. <laughs> but, but oh anyway, my gosh! Uh, you know, yeah. another update. I uh, had a date last night. Uh, you know, I think, uh, I think ice cream's the move, uh, from now on. So, uh, you know, meet up with this girl and she looks really good in her picks. You know, she's looking like at least a solid, uh, 8.5 out of 10 in the picks. Uh, wow. we go meet her. Uh, she's sitting down on the little table, uh, get one look at her and I'm like, oh geez, this ain't looking like the 8.5. She looks, she's looking like a 4.5. And so I know immediately, <laughs> I, oh my God. I know immediately, you know, it ain't going to work out, but you know what? Let's just get some ice cream. So, you know, we sit at the booth. Uh, I get a mango sorbet. She gets a cookies and cream, and uh, you know, she, I'm not gonna lie. She was uh, she was duller than a dull pencil as well. I mean, the personality sucked. Uh, just wasn't there. Uh, you know, we said our goodbyes, but you know what? I mean, just thinking about all this, like I just I just don't know what I could do. I mean, you know, I, I got another one lined up on Wednesday. Uh, I I just don't know what I can do, man. You know, I I feel like I'm just gonna be a virgin forever. Like my friends keep making fun of me for this. You know, I'm gonna be in my 30s soon, and you know, I, wow. I, I just don't know what to do. You're a virgin? Is that what you said? Yes, sir. Wow. Okay. Well, you know, you still have hope. How old are you? 29. Wow. How old, Jerry? 29. Okay. I thought you said you were in your 30s. No, so I'm 29. Be in my 30s soon. Oh, all right. Well, hang in there, my man. You know what I'm saying? I mean, hang in there. There's got to be Miss Wright out there uh, for you somewhere. 
there has to be Miss Wright out there for Jerry. There just has to be a good, wholesome individual like you, Jerry, who plays tennis, who's active, who likes ice cream. There has to be a Miss Wright out there for Jerry. Has to be. Yeah, I mean, I, I just don't, you know, I, I just got to keep trying, I guess. But, uh, you know, maybe I, I feel like I'm being, you know, too nice. Like, I, I don't know what to do. Like, do the girls like the bad boys or I, I just don't know what to do. I don't know. I'm not a girl. I don't know what uh, I can't answer that question. You know, maybe maybe you can take uh, maybe you can find a date that likes basketball and you can take it to a game when the season starts. Maybe that will be good. You know what I'm saying, Jerry? Uh, no, man. I feel like I at least need to go to the Bay Area for that. I mean, I don't think they're going to be, you know, wooed by a Kings game. I have to go take them to a Golden State Warriors <laughs> game at the Chase Center if I really want to woo this girl. Yeah, well, that's good, though. You'd spend two hours in the car at least each way. You get to know each other a little more. You can have some real good communication. I think going to a Warriors game might be the ticket for you, my friend, because that gives you a guaranteed about eight hours, maybe nine hours with the individual. Now, if things don't work out, you know, she can duck out of the Trace Center. She can get to BART. She can take it over to Berkeley, get on Amtrak, and make her way back into Sacktown. So that could be an issue for you, too. But, I mean, I'm just trying to help you out here, Jerry. You know what I mean? Well, well I mean, let, let's – let's. I mean, there, you know, the parking's going to be, like, what, 40 bucks. The tickets are going to be, like, a, you know, maybe $130 each. I mean, yeah, you know, good I, point. I'd be spending quite the penny. Well, you know what? Maybe you could call up Vivek Ranadive's daughter, the assistant general manager of the Stockton Kings, and see if she'll give you two tickets after she hears your story. And you can go take her to a Stockton Kings game. How's that for you? Uh, yeah, I'll give it a shot. I'll probably try to go in her DMs, tell, me, tell her uh, my story. And, you know, we'll, uh, yeah. we'll probably update you on that. Jerry, we're all hoping and wishing the best for you, my man. We're really hoping that you find Mrs. Wright soon. Not Mrs. Miss. We're really hoping you find Miss Wright soon. We don't want a Mrs. Right. We want a Miss Right, okay? We're hoping, Jerry. We got our fingers crossed for you, my friend. All right? Yeah, hang in there, I'm, buddy. I'm trying. All right. Well, I'll let you go and uh, speak to the other <laughs> callers, but you have a good one, sir. All right. All right. You too. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You really just cannot make... <laughs> you really cannot make that up. Oh, my God. Hey, Ryan, how are you? Grant, Jerry is the best. And yes. uh, by the way, you and, I, <laughs> you and I, with our minus 2,000 odds, we are winner, yes. winners, Costco, hot dog dinners. <laughs> 50. Oh, my God. <laughs> hot dog and soda. Wow. Hey, Jerry, if you like the girl, step it up from ice cream to gelato. You got to go gelato, my friend. And that way it's a little bit of a short date. But one thing we do know, and I'm not trying to make fun of this, but we know that that was not Jerry in the stands at the A's game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. No, it was not Jerry in the stands at the <laughs> That is a really good one right there. Oh, my God. Has this show gotten off the rails already 15 minutes in or what? Oh, my, oh goodness my gracious. Gosh. Oh, you are freaking killing me. <laughs> that is an absolute classic. Oh, my gosh. Oh, wow. I don't know what we can do for Jerry Ryan. I really don't. I mean, um, seems like a good guy, you know, seems like he's got good intentions. <laughs> he, can't, he seemed like he had a great date with uh, Miss Italy, three hours. You know, kiss on the lips, everything going well, and she now won't even respond to his messages. How about that? Well, maybe Jerry's bad kisser. Do we get him a kissing coach? Good point. Good point right there. Do they have kissing coaches? I don't know. Never needed one. Yeah, I don't either. I don't even know what to say on that. Maybe somebody can uh, point Jerry in the right direction. <laughs> 
Jerry, dude, you're you're a good dude. You you'll find somebody. Just don't try too hard, and uh, don't keep your standards too high either. But <laughs> he's got Jerry. What's Jerry's rating system? She's an eight point five on Instagram. What do you What do you think? There's like thirty different filters you can put on there. An eight point five on Instagram. That's classic. Oh, oh my, my gosh. God. So uh, I didn't even know about. So there's there's all these filters. Huh? So you can go from looking like an 8.5 and without the filters, you're, as he said, a 4.5. Is that how it works now? Yeah, you can do all these filters where you okay. change the, you know, coloration. You change not the background, but just, okay. you know, you, you're able to, you know, make yourself look better than you uh, probably are. And Jerry, if you're dating on Instagram, man, you've got to you got to put that into the line. If you're going to go maybe on an Jer Instagram date. Maybe Jerry's using filters and the women think, and the, the young ladies and the, uh, his dates think that he is a nine, a nine and a half. And then when they see Jerry, he doesn't look anything like his Instagram account. Could that be a possibility, right? Absolutely, Grant. I mean, he could have a face that only a mother could love. There you go. Could po possibly be. But if we ever see Jerry sitting in the upper deck in the last row at the Coliseum, then we know we were, <laughs> you know, we know he's doing better. Well, Grant, it's yeah, exactly. It's not hard to uh, pick a couple fans out when there's only a what was it, twenty seven hundred <laughs> right. in, in the stadium. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! <laughs> Anyways, um, hey, um, you know the Durant stuff. Uh, you know Durant goes to L.A. every summer, uh, usually, or at least I, I yes, he does. Seen the documentary. Yep. Um, that they did on him but uh for the entire franchise to fly out there that's over the top and you're talking about when do the owners take back the power from the players at this point how does that happen grant i mean it, do you see any scenario that that can happen i don't know you have an individual who just signed a four-year contract for 200 million it would seem to me that at that point you, know, you run your franchise how you seem fit how you deem fit to run it uh instead of like ob obliging and kissing his ass the whole summer that's what i would that's the way I would handle it. I don't know why that's so hard. How how hard would that be? What's Kevin Durant going to do? Not play? There's no way Durant's not going to play. He he loves the game too much. Um, right. You know, it it's really weird for me to look at Durant with the passion he has for the game versus the personality off the court. And by no means has he been in trouble off the court. I want to make that clear. But he has kind of turned into that diva that you've talked about. And with Durant, I feel like the, the entire wrench that was thrown into this situation was the Gobert trade because the market value is too high. And I, I, I think this is a play to get Durant to where he wants to go. And it, I think he'll move at some point this year. I don't think he's going to stick around. There's no way because that's going to be a massive distraction in the Nets locker room. It already has been. It's Wait till Ben Simmons comes back. Wait till Ben Simmons hits the floor. Oh, yeah. It, but you know what, Grant? I separate Ben from Kevin because Ben's been very transparent about the issues he's having. And those are significant mentally. And I think that's an uh, issue. If you believe him. Well, uh, do you not? I, I'm very skeptical. Yes, I'm very skeptical. Yes, I am. What makes you skeptical? I'm skeptical of a guy that reports back to his team and is out in practice, in sweatpants, with the cell phone, in his pocket, going through the motions. Um, I'm skeptical of some of the comments that he has made individually. I'm skeptical about 
just the whole thing with Ben Simmons. I'm not saying that he doesn't have uh, some mental issues, but I've always said this, you know, there is reality. And like, I'll say the same thing about Naomi Osaka. If she can't handle media criticism or she can't handle a fan saying you suck Naomi and she has to completely break down, then she's in the wrong profession. Okay. Whether she has a mental illness or not, we're now in the big boys, big gals world of sports. And if you can't handle it, then you can't handle it. But you also have an obligation to your employer who's paying you, in this case of Ben Simmons, you know, almost $30 million a year. So if you can't play, then that's fine. We're not going to pay you. But then all of a sudden you go to, you, 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 you deem like you need to be paid. And now you reach a settlement with the 76ers. Let me ask you a question. If you don't play sports and you're not hurt, okay? If you decide that you don't even want to be around the team, why should I pay you? If you really have a mental issue, come to Brooklyn, deal with our therapist and our doctors, be here, be a part of the program. But he didn't even want that. And now he demands to be paid. I'm very skeptical about Ben Simmons. I'm, I'm sorry. Very skeptical about the claims that he that he makes. Well, I, I understand that. I, I can't answer that because... You know, mental illness is extremely different for everybody. And you don't know if Ben came into the league with, you know, whether it's anxiety or something else. And I can tell you, Grant, you know this. Philadelphia is not an easy place to play. No, it's not. So, you know, that could have, you know, amplified everything for Ben and really thrown him off. I'm not defending him, but I am defending mental illness. Then go retire. Then go retire. Uh, and take care of yourself. Go do what you have to do to become a better person, become healthy. And to me, you don't need to be around a Philadelphia environment and playing professional basketball where you have a responsibility to your teammates. Now, of course, he's in Brooklyn, which is not going to be much better. But right. if you cannot, then, then that's fine. I'm all for that. But you know what? Say, hey, I'm sorry. This profession, I'm not able to handle. I need to get right. I need to uh, save my life or I need to work on what I need to work on. And I, I am not able to do this professionally anymore. And I need to do something else. That would be my answer to that. So, Grant, what happens if he was to do that? Because his contract's guaranteed, correct? Or they would they would do the insurance no. on the contract? No, he, no he's he would not be paid anymore. If he decides to leave the uh, organization, if he retires or what have you, uh, to work on personal issues, yes, at that point, he would not be paid. That's correct. Gotcha. Um, yeah, I mean, they... Uh, because because let me ask you one other thing, Ryan. How long are we going to wait for Ben Simmons? It's been two years now. What, I, I mean, at what point do we just say, hey, okay, you have a mental illness condition, mental health, however you want to define that, as has been documented by your agent, by your representatives, Okay. So we're now talking about an individual that is going on a second year. Is he going to be in camp? And if he's in camp and plays this year, did he all of a sudden cure himself? Did he all of a sudden find the solution to his quote unquote mental health, mental health instability? And then what happens when he goes through a difficult time where he misses two free throws at the end of a game and the Nets lose to their you know, crosstown rival Knicks, and he gets booed off the floor. Is he going to have a quote-unquote mental breakdown again? Are you going to be able to depend on him? If you're a player in that locker room, 
Can you really depend on Ben Simmons? I mean, if you want, if you want my opinion with no medical background at all, zero medical background, the individual on that team that I think does have a mental health issue is Kyrie Irving. I think he is an individual that when I look at and I look at his actions, he's got mental health issues. That's that's what I see. Well, the earth is flat, right, Grant? The earth is flat. I'm actually looking out my window right now, and it does look <laughs> flat. It does look flat. Absolutely. I mean, this is a guy that when the season began on December 25th, two years ago, left the Brooklyn Nets for a week on January 10th, okay? He was gone for a week, AWOL. He comes back and says, you know what? I just needed a break. I just needed a break. Does that sound like someone to you that is it that has it all together upstairs? Uh, no, absolutely not. But the you know I'm going to flip the script on you a little bit here. At least he came out and said that Ben's not saying anything. Well, again, I'm not going to defend either one of those. If you don't, if you if you're able to play, play, and if you're not able to play, then go do something else. And, yeah, and, and take care. And I, listen, I'm not saying that mental health is not an issue. I'm not saying I'm not trying to sweep it under the rug and say, go out and kill yourself. I'm not saying that. What I'm no, saying is take I'm saying take care of yourself. If that's a real issue in your life, then obviously playing professional basketball is not conducive to what you are being afflicted with. Go take care of yourself. That's what I'm saying. Well, you hit the nail on the head. Take care of yourself but they have access to the best professionals, unless you're Deshaun Watson, um, out there to help them with their mental health. And I, I think Ben, uh, I, I, he may show up, who knows, the back injury, there's no way the Nets didn't know about that, but I can't say what the response to him is going to be in the locker room because he's never put on a uniform and played with them before. I think at some point he will come out, but, you know, Steve Nash is probably going to need some counseling this year because I would think so. This I is going so. to be a hell of a train wreck, unfortunately, dealing just just with and not making light of it. But with those, I'll tell you, I'll tell you what's going to happen. I'm going to tell you what's going to happen. Steve Nash is going to get fired this year. That's what's going to happen because they're, they're, they're going to or yeah, they're going to cave in and they're going to fire Steve Nash at some point during the season. All right. You just watch. All right. They're going to do everything they can to appease and kiss the ass of Kevin Durant. So you watch. I, yep. I will make a prediction right here on August 23rd that Steve Nash will not finish the season with the Brooklyn Nets. Grant, I agree with you. But a, a bigger issue, too, is he has no respect in that locker room right now, obviously. Um, the owners are letting the players run the team, which happens on many teams. LeBron is the star and also the GM of the Lakers. But you don't have a leader in that locker room. Who's the leader in the locker room? All three of them have issues. Yeah. I don't know. It's a mess. As I said, I'm glad I'm not a fan of the Brooklyn Nets. I'll tell you that right now. It's a mess. First time you're happy to be a uh, <laughs> Knicks fan right now, right? Yes, that's true. And that's, uh, boy, that's saying something. Hey, good hearing from you, Ryan. You, you have too, a good rest Grant. of the day. All right. You All right. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Ryan and I are very happy that we did uh, come out on top with our bet, you know? All right. Let's get to Zach. Zach, what the heck is going on, buddy? Hey, Grant, how are you doing? Can you hear me? I sure can. How are you, sir? Good, good. Uh, I'm really rooting for Jerry, man. I really hope he can get something going. Um, I mean, do you, I was I was even thinking, you know, during the call, I mean, maybe you can hook him up. Uh, you know a lot of people around this town. Maybe you can, I don't know, do, do you know anybody? Well, uh, I, what I would do, what I would really do, Zach, is if I really wanted him to have a, uh, uh extended experience with, a date, I would have him go onto a Sacramento freeway in rush hour and try to get off the damn thing. And while he is waiting two hours for the damn ramp meter to flash <laughs> red and green, he would be able to get to know the individual very well. So me personally, Zach, that would be my dating advice. Get in a car, get on a freeway in Sacramento and try to get off the freeway at about 530. It will take you about two freaking hours because of the ridiculous, absurd meter ramps, and that would be a good way to meet somebody. So that would be my advice, Zach. What would be your advice? Uh, my advice would be, uh, it's funny because uh, a while back, I, I called in a few years ago, and I and I said I, I had a date story saying that I went to a Stockton Kings game, and then uh, you and Doug Christie said that uh, I should uh, take her to the big show, which was the Kings. And um, But, yeah, Stockton Kings won't work. I don't know about okay. the Kings uh the sacramento <laughs> kings warriors right. is, is too much of a warriors is too much of a investment time investment for that yeah it's an ordeal yep <clears throat> but um yeah i was just gonna call in see your thoughts on some tennis uh who you got pick wise for uh for this year's fact, u.s open the, the fact that the united states will not allow unvaccinated people into the country is <clears throat> a disgrace okay the novak Djokovic situation is a disgrace i am so turned off by what is going on with the u.s open and the immigration laws in america it disgusts me all right it absolutely disgusts me did you see the story today of the three-year-old and the five-year-old that drowned in the rio grande river trying to cross from mexico into texas okay did you read about that story there are thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of people crossing our borders every day and you are not going to allow an individual to get on their private jet and stay in their private rented house and play tennis outdoors at the freaking U.S. Open. It's a disgrace. So I got to tell you right now, Zach, as much as I love tennis, I'm probably not even going to watch the damn thing. And oh, protest. come on, Grant. You can't No, no, that. Zach. You got the love for the game, Zach, man. Come on. Zach, Zach, I'm telling you right now, I do not think I'm going to watch the U.S. Open. Now, I will also be very transparent. If I do, I will let you know that I watched the U.S. Open. But how can I watch a tournament, Zach, that's unfair? 
They will not allow the best tennis player in the world, along with Rafi Nadal, but let's just say that Novak is for sake of our conversation. Uh -huh. They're not allowing him to enter the United States because he's not vaccinated. Yeah, uh, I, I, in other I, words, I, there are so so individuals around the world that are not vaccinated cannot come to the United States. However, I can live in the United States, be unvaccinated. I can go to the U.S. So, well, I guess now I can't because you now have to show a vaccination card. But I can go work out at my gym. I can go to the store. Uh, I can go to a game. All right. Uh, I can do pretty much whatever a vaccinated person does. But now all of a sudden, I can't allow a person with a foreign passport that's not vaccinated to come into the country. Would you please explain to me how the hell that makes sense? Uh, it doesn't, but um, it's not the tournament's fault. It's that's uh, that's a government issue. Um, we gotta love the game for what it is. Still, can't let you can't let you know these government rules overtake uh, your love of the game and to make you miss an experience or a joy that uh, you would otherwise, uh, you know, enjoy. So, uh, all right, who are you picking? Who's gonna win? Uh, my boy Nadal. I, you know, I, it's hard not to pick him right now. Just because I don't, there's Dan, Daniil Medvedev is around. Uh, you got the crazy guy, Nick Kyrgios is probably uh, up there. Um, I don't like Stefano Sitsipas. I don't think he's going to win. But uh, the other guy, Carlos uh, Alcaraz, the young guy, 19-year-old, who's uh, been winning some tournaments this year, he has a good shot at it too. Yeah. I'd, probably, I'd probably pick it between the Spaniards, Nadal or Carlos. I'm going to take Medvedev. I think Medvedev will win. He always plays well at the U.S. Open. Couldn't play in Wimbledon because of the war. Yeah. Uh, I think Daniel Med Med Medvedev, he's good. He loves New York. I'll tell you something else. The fans have been really good to him at New York. Now, I don't know if they're going to be good to him now because of the war and you know how the New York fans are. But uh, Medvedev plays very well at in Flushing at the U.S. Open. Always yeah. plays well. Hey. Yeah, I think, uh, I right, think he's a very good shot. Uh, well, well, one last thing. Uh, do yeah. you think um, – uh, do you, what's, what's your thoughts overall on Nick Kyrgios uh, when you watch you know, him? I, I was disappointed with what I saw at Wimbledon. Uh, I thought, obviously, uh, he just completely lost uh, all control, and he beat himself, although I don't think he would have won anyway. So is he fun to watch? Yes. Uh, but, if you know, again, we talk about mental health. Does that guy look stable to you? All right, let me ask you a question. Who's winning the, on the women's side? Oh man, uh, you can if you gave me a list of fifty people uh, and I threw uh, the top fifty players and you, I threw a dart. It's probably just as yep. good of a shot. Um, yeah. All right. But, but uh, I'll probably pick. Uh, I'm gonna pick a Naomi Osaka. Okay. Hey Zach, good hearing from you, my friend. You take care of yourself. You too. Take care. All right. Let's move along. I'm I'm just <laughs> laughing. Oh my god. Let's get to uh, Waggus. Waggus, what is going on today on this Tuesday? Oh, nothing. I, you know, obviously heard the news around 9, 10 o'clock here. I saw it on my phone. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's great that, you know, Kevin Durant has certainly decided to retract his trade request after he literally threw the entire organization underneath the bus a week before, yep. right? That's correct. Um, so, Grant, you know, like I've never played professional sports or, you know, kind of sports, but you would think that, you know, I give the Nets a zero chance of winning because in order to win, you really have to come together as a team because, you know, if it was just on superstars, I think LeBron would have 20 rings by now, right? So, you know, you got to have, like, everybody's got to be bought in, you know, and role players, everything. But I just don't know how – let me ask you this. How is Steve Nash 
you got to be able to coach Kevin Durant after he literally just threw him underneath the bus a week ago. He's not. It's going to be a disaster. I'm with you. I would say Brooklyn's got very little chance of winning this year. I totally agree with you. He's not yes. going to be able to do it. But but what I don't understand from a Brooklyn standpoint of view, especially from an ownership standpoint of view, is, you know, if they traded Kevin Durant this year, they would have got more in return. But now they're going to get a lot less because this will blow up again. Um you know, whether Nash gets fired or, or you know, if they don't win. Because, you know, Kevin, he's going to complain, right? Because he's trying to you yep. know, get that ring without Curry, right? And yep. that legacy. Um, so, um, so I guess my question is, is that do you agree with me that they're probably going to get a lot less? Or Durant, yes. like, let's just say if he, okay. You know, okay. I don't know if people, I, I know you realize this, Durant's not a young pup anymore. No, I know, I know. But, but he's still at the top of his game. And, you know, mm. now, now I don't think Jalen Brown is better than Jason Payne or, or Kevin Durant, but Jalen Brown no. is a pretty good basketball player. And, you know, and he's very young. And they were getting him and White. You know, I'm just saying, you know, because because I'm looking at it long term, right? Okay, so let's yep. say not to mention Kevin Durant is a cancer right now in that organization. Ship him. They could have easily shipped him out. They could have got a young player, got some picks. Um, maybe they trade away Kyrie as well. And again, I don't even know what's going on with Ben Simmons. Yeah, who knows? Um, who knows? Yeah, we'll find out when training camp opens in uh, about six weeks. Yeah, so rebuild that way. I mean, let me ask you if you were the owner, would you have done that deal? Uh, what I've done, what? No, I probably would not have, and I'll tell you why. Why? I believe when you have an individual that has just signed a long-term extension and you cave in, you're letting everyone know in the locker room that they run the team and not you. So I would have come out with a statement immediately and said, sorry, you're under contract here for four more years. We're not going to trade you unless – we get a trade that knocks our socks off and makes our team better. If that doesn't happen, you will need to honor your contract. You need to let people in your organization and future players that come in, that that's the way you run your franchise. Okay. But you know, if you're looking at it from a return on investment, I mean, if Kevin doesn't win you a championship, right. Um, and, and you're going to get a lot less for him next year versus what you've gotten this year. That that's how I'm looking at it. Because because you and me both agree that they, I mean, if 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 this next season is horrible, Kevin Durant's trade market value is going to go way down than it was. Two weeks yeah, ago. or if he gets injured, or if he gets injured. So okay, so do you, okay? Do you think that Kevin Durant is playing for the Nets in two years? I do because I don't think at that point he's tradable. Okay, and do you think he ever wins a ring again? No, I don't. Okay. All right. I do not. All right. And then last thing, do you think LeBron ever wins a ring again? again? I would say no, but I had to pause about that and think about it because I don't think it's a sure thing that he won't win a ring again, but I'm just looking at some of the other teams now in the NBA that I think are way above the Lakers and assuming that LeBron stays in LA. Um, can you tell me that Anthony Davis is not going to get hurt getting out of the shower in the morning? 
Can you tell me that Anthony Davis is going to be able to play two weeks uh, of, of consistent basketball before he's out for two months again? Can you tell me that that situation is going to get any better? I mean, LeBron is a great talent, but he can't do it by himself. He used to be able to at least get a team really yeah. deep into the playoffs by himself. He can't do that anymore. Yeah, especially in the West, because remember, he was in the East all those years. And yep. Yeah. Yep. But, but I'll say this. It's all about buying it. Of course, Anthony Davis has to stay healthy, because when he is healthy, I, I still believe uh, they are the best one-two punch in the league. And I know we can debate about Curry and Thompson, but I, I think LeBron and Davis will be over them. Uh, but I but I do believe that Westbrook is going to have to come off the bench and kind of change his game. If he's willing yeah. to do that, I think they would have a chance. So, um, All right, okay. buddy. All right, thank good, you. good one. Take care. Bye-bye. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. All right, let's move along. We got some more phone calls to uh, get to right here. On Listen Up, and we uh, bring in Jerry. Hello, Jerry. How are you today? Um, I'm good, Grant. How are you doing? I'm good. Hey, there's a couple things. Uh, first, um, I would like to correct Jeff. Yesterday, he said that I took a plane to Reno. Uh, it was Vegas. Uh, we all know Vegas is further than uh, Reno. Uh, remember that plane ride? Like yes. Was yesterday, uh, the yes. ride up there was okay. The ride back was a little turbulence. Uh, uh, Grant, did I hear one time on your podcast you said that you love turbulence i do i love it yes i do planes don't fall apart in the air i do love turbulence uh i enjoy it yes i do and you uh will have to go on a plane for 13 hours just to do it uh 18 hours oh jeez, that's even worse <laughs> oh god oh wow. not if you're on not 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 if you're flying on singapore airlines it's not i i oh. would fly i would fly if you told me that I could go and fly on Singapore Airlines 18 hours a day, three days a week. I'd sign up for that in a heartbeat. I, lo- I would do it in a New York second. If you told me I could do the same thing on Emirates Airlines, I would do it in a second. Absolutely. So uh, I wouldn't do it on Southwest. I wouldn't do it on any of American uh, airlines, you know, like the carriers. And, you know, a lot of people don't realize this. Our airlines are so bad, so bad compared to many international airlines. I mean, it's it's literally like going from a, uh, I guess a seven series uh, BMW or luxury automobile to like a small Hyundai, all right? Uh, not to, I'm just trying to give you an example. The difference is absolutely night and freaking day. It, it's almost like, it's hard to explain, it really is. It'd be the difference between 
uh, staying at a Ritz Carlton or a like a two star Motel Six somewhere out in the middle of nowhere. Grant, let me ask you something. Uh, you know, since you love planes the way you do, you ever known anyone who perished in a plane crash? Any, yes, anybody? I sure do. I sure oh. do. Um, the pilot that I used to sit in a cockpit with, whose name was Ford, he was the captain. And on the Bach 111, I used to sit in the cockpit for half the flights. Ford was a great, great pilot. And he crashed years later on his way to pick up one of the Bushes. Uh, I couldn't remember which member of the Bush family uh, in a bad thunderstorm and crashed his jet in wind shear. Wind shear is the worst thing that can happen to an aircraft upon landing. All right. There have been several crashes. Uh, the Delta plane that crashed at DFW crashed because of wind shear. Wind shear, if you're not expecting it in adverse weather conditions, literally will take you and throw you to the ground. And there's nothing that you can do. And Ford perished in a tragic crash uh, landing in Houston or somewhere in Texas. He was on his way to uh, pick up a member of the Bush family. Grant, uh, I was nine years old in uh, 1978. And I, I remember this. Uh, uh, my neighbor, all right, uh, he had three three daughters, one son, and we always used to play uh, about the house. Uh, he died in 1978 uh, on PSA flight 182, uh, wow. going from uh, uh, taking off from Sacramento to LA, from LA to San Diego. The plane uh, crashed with a Cessna and PSA 182 went down somewhere in San Diego. And I remember uh, that the father was uh, uh, died on that plane. Uh, that's wow. the person that I've known uh, that ever to die like that. And wow. That's well, Jerry, thanks for the call. You uh, enjoy the rest of your day. Thanks very much. Take All care. Right, you too. Thank you. I'll tell you, one of the most powerful interviews that I've ever had was somebody that I got to know uh, announcing in the NBA. He was the radio voice for the Denver Nuggets. I believe he does the Colorado Rockies now. Jerry Schemmel. Jerry wrote a book called Chosen to Live, and they made a movie out of it, okay? It was the story of the United Airlines DC-10 that crashed in Sioux City. It was Flight 232, and Jerry was a survivor. And if you watch the movie, there are many that perished, and then there were many that just walked out of the aircraft. And Jerry was able to walk out of the aircraft. And he also helped many others. And Jerry talks about upon check-in, he and his buddy that he was flying with changed their seats. And had Jerry not changed his seat, he would have died. Because the person that was in the seat that he originally had perished in the accident. And when that book came out, Chosen to Live, I had Jerry on my radio show. And I will tell you, it was, uh, I, I, 
I'm at a loss for words right now. But that book, when I got that book, I read that book from start to finish. I never put it down. I read it from cover to cover. And I know you think this is crazy, but I believe I read that book on an airplane flying with the Kings cross country. I'm almost positive that's where I read it. And just incredible tale of survival. And when you read that book, okay, and again, Jerry comes out of the plane, goes back into the burning plane, okay? He went to retrieve a baby that was crying or a small child. Jerry survived, was out on the grass, and went back into the burning plane to rescue the small child, all right? Now, you want to talk about bravery? You want to talk about somebody that's courageous? You want to talk about somebody that put someone else's life ahead of their own, like so many of our law enforcement and firefighters did on 9-11? It's pretty amazing. That book, Chosen to Live, was and is amazing. Incredible. And when I had him on my show talking about that day, it was powerful, 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 to say the least. The book was, it's it, the book's it's well over 20 years, but if you want to, you know, just check it out. If you want to read an incredible book or watch the movie, Chosen to Live, Jerry Schemmel. Unbelievable story of courage, of bravery, and of peril. So many that lost their life. If you remember, that United Airlines plane had a had a hydraulic issue, and the captain had no hydraulics trying to land a heavy jet, and almost, almost was able to do it. And at the last second, the wing caught the edge of the ground. And then that's when the accident began and it burst in the flames and the plane broke apart. And depending where you were sitting, that really was the reason why you either lived or did not. And that, that book though, unbelievable. All right. Uh, we went from Jerry talking about his dating to plane crashes. So we've pretty much gone around the circle, some real funny stuff and some stuff that's really, really sad. But we haven't really talked a lot of sports today. We did talk about Kevin Durant. We had Zach talking about the U.S. Open. And, uh, you know, back to the U.S. Open. I, Zach's very is right on. This is not a decision by the U.S. Open, okay? although they did make that decision. But I mean, it was, even if they had said, yes, we want Novak to play, he couldn't have come into the United States. But I will tell you, if you can be in the United States and be unvaccinated and go do whatever you want, which I'm fine with, by the way, all right? I'm absolutely fine. If you wanna go work out next to me in the gym and you're not vaccinated, I don't care. If you wanna sit down in a restaurant next to me and you're not vaccinated, I'm fine with that. If you wanna go to the grocery store with me, if you wanna sit 
in my car, which I don't own anymore. Uh, you, I'm fine with that. If you want to sit next to me on an airplane and you're not vaccinated, I'm fine with that. I, I really am. Now, I know that there are many that aren't, and I respect however you feel. We can beg to differ on how we feel about that. I'll respect your opinion. You can respect mine. But you're not going to allow Novak or other individuals with foreign passports to come to the United States because they're not vaccinated. And yet, how many Americans are unvaccinated and going about just normal activities and normal routines with no issues? Again, you talk about making zero sense. That is exhibit A right there. All right, folks, thank you so much. Entertaining show, sad show, a little bit of everything today. I'll be back tomorrow. Tomorrow is Open Forum Wednesday. You know, I think every day on Listen App is an Open Forum day. I like that. You know what? We don't have to talk about sports 24-7. There are a lot of other things going on, too. So I enjoy that. Great job on the phone calls today, everybody. And I'll be back tomorrow. Until then, so long. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.